Alright folks, I'm gonna try to tell you a story over here. So, so far, <laughs> scientists are saying we all started somewhere in South Africa, okay? I think, sure, as long as there's freshwater lakes or volcanoes or salt around, I will agree with that. Um, okay, so basically, South Africa, we all started there, okay? Volcanoes, freshwater, salt, okay? Then you go up on Google Earth, the world map, then you go up Ethiopia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Israel, all this place, okay? North Africa. I think this whole area, the Mediterranean Sea, was all land before and it was all connected. Basically, North Africa and um, Europe, basically, was connected up here. And the Mediterranean Sea was not as big before, I think. <clears throat> because there was way more ice. It, the water had not all melted. But over, what, 10,000, 11,000 years ago, the Ice Age started to melt. And I think that's because of volcanoes. And over here, if you look in Greece on the map... Between Greece and Turkey to the right, you have this area where apparently there's, there's hist history of volcanic eruptions, okay? I think the the thing Plato was talking about, about Atlantis and sinking and all this shit, I think this area <clears throat> was where probably Atlantis was. Because, I mean, think about it, look. Alexandria is right here, okay, at the port of uh, Egypt. It used to be <clears throat> the main, you know, library of Alexandria used to be there. Cairo is right here. Jer Jerusalem is right here. And you look across, you have Rome over here in Italy. And then on the left, you have Spain. Portugal, France on top of that, and then underneath you have Casablanca, Marrakesh, Algiers. It's like all these important places throughout history is right here. Greece is here, Turkey is here. Turkey is apparently where Noah, Noah's arcs, you know, settled. And then Jerusalem's right here. Egypt is right here. Ethiopia is right here. Saudi Arabia is right. It's like this whole area. And then on top of that, let's say you look down at the map of northern Africa, which is basically mostly the Sahara, you know, desert area. <laughs> Makes you wonder. Before all this, they said it used to be all forest. So. Well, if we think about 
Um, if we think about energy, the earliest source of energy was wood, right? It still is used today. So did did all this become desert because they chopped down all the wood for energy? I don't know. Um, basically, so what I'm trying to get to is... I tried to look back if there was any connection with Rome and Tibet. Now, that is very, very far away. But there is history of Rome and India. There is history of Rome and China. So, I mean, Tibet's right in between these two countries. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't they have? And they do. So, I only say that because if you look at Tibetan, like, culture, the stuff they wear, the monks and all the stuff, the headgear, and you look at the old Roman soldiers' headgear and armor and weapons and all this stuff, it's uh, strikingly very similar. Also, just like the different rituals and whatnot it's like how is there so much similarity even the jewish rabbis are surprised at the similarity between the stuff they do and the stuff the tibetan monks do from a jewish rabbi's own mouth i saw i heard in in this video so, so this is my that's my question. So, how the fuck do we all have this so much shit in common? Okay, so then <clears throat> I go back even further, and then we look at DNA now, and you know they're saying that most of basically modern humans, everyone alive today, came from a group of people of no more than. Five to six thousand people big, a group no more than five to six thousand people that we all we are all descendants of a group of people no bigger than five to six six thousand okay who were scattered after most likely a big ass natural uh um disaster they say from Everything they look at, DNA, archaeology, uh, migration patterns, bunch of stuff, language. They see that we do, in fact, come from a group of people, no bigger than five to 6,000. And, you know, we, we all have similar DNA, too, from, from everything people are looking at right now. And 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 then, then you fucking um, bring in religion and the symbolism and all the stuff. I I mean I have to say it's it's pretty much it's pretty much the same. So let's just say the southern, the global south. Let's say you can say. Um, have this common theme going of worshipping the sun. Because guess why? 
it was probably the the global south was better for growing agriculture right that's why you look at some of these civilizations that have you know they go way back because they had they had agriculture because the the weather was warmer so they could grow crops which led them to you know there you go that was probably Cain Cain was the farmer remember Cain was the agricultural farmer so that means city states so you can say the global south is uh, Cain agriculture city states versus the global north so guess what if if uh, you don't have good weather, if it's mostly cold and you know, no, not enough sunlight, then uh, what happens? These these people tend to be nomadic livestock herders, right? Because they follow where where there's green pasture. So to them, their religion was has this more of uh you know paying respect to nature and and the animal for giving its life so that they can survive the animal finds different if you look up how reindeers survive up in the fucking freezing arctic yeah that reindeer is a fucking god to you you human and this is what i'm saying these themes are like global so with the global north you know animal sacrifice religious theme going you have also similarities so the wheel the yurt this this circular the circular uh, symbolism mounds teepees uh, Basically, basically circle, triangle. This this theme is is there versus uh, the global south. You could say um, the symbolism is more like of of the land of colors, green orange red you know in the, if, if you look in the flags and then i think the meeting point is is it just keeps coming back to this area right here the stans kazakhstan turkmenistan uzbekistan kyrgyzstan tajikistan afghanistan pakistan back in the day it used to be called hindustan and then uh then you keep going left. I think there were some more stands back in the day, but so anyway, so this is that's what I'm saying. This is interesting because this area right here, down to the Middle East, all the way up to Turkey, is you can say that geographically the area where like the north and the south basically met. Because if you look at even even the people's faces and features, right, from this area, 
you can see all of it. You can see all the features, all the colors. Red hair, red, black, brown hair is all here. Skin color, it's all here. This is where Africa meets uh, the the global. So so the global south meets the global north. I think it was like two sets of people. So I think it was Lake Baikal was one area. You could say was the beginning point for the global north people. You know, and, and that go, can go down all the way to China and and uh, Korea and Japan, Russia to the north, and then Mongolia, Tibet. And by the time you get down here to the global south, you had people coming from here, South Africa, from the lakes down here, who migrated up north through Ethiopia, Egypt, Israel, Middle East, North Africa, Saudi Arabia, and then boom, they meet right here in the Middle East. And by the time they come down into India, I mean, India also had um, the global south population going even before. So this is what I'm saying. I, I'm trying to figure out where... Well, okay, so... I can say that I don't think there's a single beginning point. I think maybe, in fact, we all just kind of originated from different areas. I mean, if we look at animals, we're not saying that all animals originated from Africa, right? So why do all humans have to originate from one single location? Why couldn't we just pop up from different locations, just like different species of plants, animals that are endogamous, meaning they only grow in that area. So in Lake Baikal, there's there they have seal in Lake Baikal, which are endogamous, meaning they are only found in Lake Baikal. How is that possible? How is that possible? Lake Baikal is a landlocked lake. The oldest lake it's deep as fuck. How do they have seals that are only found in Lake Baikal? So that's what I'm saying. Like, why can't all of us just pop up from different locations on the planet? As long as, you know, the environment allows it, as long as the environment allows, you know, is, is good for life, why not? All these other things are growing like that. I'm I'm saying okay. So So then let's say when we look at the Bible stories, Rome is right here. Alexandria is right here to the to the south. Egypt, Jerusalem, Cairo. It's all here. It's just, you know, you just take a boat and if you know, before the ice all melted if this was all land anyways yeah you could have traveled from Europe, Rome to Africa, to Spain to Portugal, to France to to Europe basically to all this was basically connected by land North Africa and Europe 
So why is it so hard to believe that the stories we got are basically an amalgamation of... So the global north, you can say, has a certain type of style to their shamanism. And then the global south has a certain style to their well, I mean, to them it's not called shamanism, but basically whatever you want to call it, it's, it's this it's this nature worship. Okay, we came from nature. So it's this nature worship. So if anything, Christianity, which I think came from Ethiopia, is basically a continuation of sun worship, sun slash nature worship, which basically the Egyptians were doing, which basically the Hindus in India were doing. India and and Africa go way back. India and Ethiopia go way back. India and and uh, Rome go way back. So then you bring in the fucking Silk Road from let's say China, all the Silk Road all the way from fucking. Taiwan, the Southeast China Sea, Korea, Japan, all this shit was connected, basically. They they were trading all here. Fucking Southeast Asia, Philippines, like all these places were trading and, 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 and spreading and cooking and stealing and fucking and writing down stories. All this shit was happening, okay? And then you have India right here. I mean, look at this. Southeast Asia legit connects to India and Bangladesh is the middle point. That's what I'm saying. These, and then you can see, you can see the fucking, the transitions on the people's faces, the food, the culture, the language, the the fashion. You can see it all Blending, you go up to Tibet then, and then you see, is this what I'm saying? We are all an amalgamation of just natural life. And, and, but these cocksuckers in Rome, old white men, who, who are deciding what we believe, what our story, history is. What our future is. How did we get from all that to this? How did that happen? It's because these motherfuckers went all over the world. Went to Africa. Went to India. They went to Brazil. They tried to go to China. It's like they tried to convert all of Middle East it's like these motherfuckers want only their version of the story I mean look at look at Africa it's sad because most of Africa speaks their colonized language they don't know their history they they're forgetting their own native spoken languages, their culture, their history, their mythology. And they're being brainwashed and taught the Christian stories, the Christian perspective, with their fucking colonized language on top of that. 
You tell me now. Hmm? You tell me. Does that sound... <laughs> Does that sound kind of fishy? Does that sound kind of, like, agenda-driven? Huh? <laughs> huh? How the fuck does this old white man in, in Rome get to decide what billions of people around the world believe? Huh? How did that happen? One old white dude in fucking Rome, Italy, deciding for billions of people around the world what to believe, what to fucking read, what to wear, what to eat, drink, who to fuck. Like, how the fuck did that happen? Guess what? China does not like the Vatican. They do not let their bishops rule over the Chinese uh, churches. They keep the Vatican out. Do you know why? Did you ever wonder why? Maybe there's a reason. Huh? You think these motherfuckers know something maybe through their history that we don't because China's history is older than your grandmother? Huh? You think maybe these fuckers know something about one or two about about the Pope and the Vatican and, and, and Catholicism? China, Mongolia, had the biggest number of Nestorian Christians, who I think were the original, more accurate version of Christianity than the one the 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 Rome Pope is selling, the Roman Pope is selling, that their version of Christianity, Catholicism. How did we get to this point? How does that happen? Huh? How does that happen? India, South India, they have uh, apparently the story of St. Thomas who, who denied Jesus come and found a church over here. How does this happen? How does this happen, man? This is what I'm saying. And also, okay, so then you you... So you look up, all you can do is look up all this different stuff on these different people. Their history, the best you can do, okay? Then you start to notice similarities, certain themes that keep popping up. One theme that keeps popping up is sacred white horses. No matter who I look up, you go back far enough, these motherfuckers all have something to do with horses and white ones were especially sacred so <laughs> even even in india they have the fucking bra the the vedic horse sacred horse sacrifice okay even you go all the way to fucking germany they had their in their history they have the sacred white horse sacrifice okay it's like it's like, then you go to, um, did Egypt have for a second? I'm not sure. Basically, so, 
So then I go back to like, okay, then if if we all came from the same group of people, everybody says it's it keeps pointing back to Central Asia. Okay, now let me look up where the fuck Central Asia is on the map. Central Asia. Central Asia is a subregion of Asia which stretches from the Caspian Sea in the west to China and Mongolia in the east and from Afghanistan and Iran in the south to Russia in the north. The region consists of the former Soviet republics of Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, and Uzbekistan. Okay, so then you look up so Central Asia means all these stans, right? Okay. So then you look up um the the oldest horses, okay? And then the oldest horses here check this out. Was what the Akal Teke horse origin. Okay, the Akal Teke breed, which is the the special blood sweating horses, which is Luke twenty two forty four. This is where I bet it all on Jesus being a a call take a horse, the one of the blood sweating horses. Guess where they come from? They originate from Turkmenistan. The breed originated in the Karakum Desert of Turkmenistan, where the horses had to tolerate sparse water and food as well as extremes of heat and cold. The Akaltekes lived closely with their nomadic humans, each being essential to the other's survival. If you look up the stuff about reindeers right now, they the reindeers have an ancient um, partnership with, you know who? For their survival? You know who? Humans. Nomadic groups of humans. The Sami. Up in the North Arctic. Okay, so Akalteke, Turkmenistan. Okay, now Turkmenistan, check this out. In Turkey, in Turkmenistan, sorry. Turkmenistan, Merv. In Turkmenistan, there's this city called Merv, M E R V. Okay. Merv, also known as the Merv Oasis, formerly known as Alexandria. Formerly known as Alexandria, Antiochia in Margiana, and Mar al Shahijan was a major city in Central Asia on the historical Silk Road near today's Mary Turkmenistan. Mary had a little lamb. Jesus' mom was called Mary. Human settlements on the site of Merv existed from the 3rd millennium BC until the 18th century AD. Hmm. So, this city used to be called Mary. Well, uh, there's this... Okay, let me look up Mary. Mary Turkmenistan. Also, Mary formerly named Merv, Meru and Alexandria Margiana is a city on an oasis in the Karkum Desert in Turkmenistan located on the Morgab River. Okay. Okay. So, horses, Marys, Jesus, Tibet, China, 
Central Asia, Turkey, Greece, all this stuff seems to be coming from Central Asia. In Central Asia, you look a little to the right of all the stands, you have Xinjiang, the desert of sin in the Bible, where Moses went up to Mount Sinai and talked to God. Well, on the right of Xinjiang, there's this place called Turpan. Turpan, if you look up Turpan Volcano, okay. Turfan Volcano. The Turfan Volcano is a volcano near the city of Turpan, Xinjiang. It lies within the Flaming Mountains eruptions, were recorded during the Song Dynasty with reports of frequent smog, smog from the volcano on cloudless days and a nighttime blaze like a torch in around 1120. Okay. So. How the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck do we have? <laughs> okay, and then you go back to uh, let's say Mongolia now and Genghis Khan. Remember, Genghis Khan from Mongolia came down, conquered China, all the way down here to. Uh, Korea, they conquered Korea, they tried to conquer Japan, couldn't do that one. Then, he went west, he came down, and then um, he got all the way down to uh, India, New Delhi, the Mughal Empire, it was basically Mongols. He came all the way down here to the Middle East, because... Apparently, he had made it as far as, let me see, how close to Europe did Genghis Khan get? Mongol invasion of Europe. From the 1220s into the 1240s, the Mongols conquered Volga, Bulgaria, Cumania, Alania, and the Kievan Rus' Federation. That's, that's the Russians. That's, that's the Ukraine. They launched a two-pronged invasion of frag fragmented Poland, culminating in the Battle of Legnica, uh, and the Kingdom of Hungary, culminating in the Battle of Mohi. Invasions also were launched into the Caucasus against the Kingdom of Georgia, and the Chechens and English, as well as into the Balkans against Croatia, the Second Bulgarian Empire, and the Latin Empire. The Latin meaning the Pope's Empire. The, em the operations, the Latin Empire is the Empire of the Constantinople. Okay. The operations were planned by General Subutai and commanded by Batu Khan and Kadan. Both of the latter were grandsons of Genghis Khan. Their conquest integrated much of Eastern European territory into the Empire of the Golden Horde, 
warring European princes realized they had to cooperate in the face of a Mongol invasion, so local wars and conflicts were suspended in parts of Central Europe, only to be resumed after the Mongols had withdrawn. So, this motherfucker, Genghis Khan, all the way from fucking Mongolia, came down as far as Bulgaria, Greece, Turkey, Georgia. Okay, not Greece, Turkey. He came down as, as far as Georgia, uh, Albania, Bulgaria, Romania, all the stuff right here. Ukraine. So, if you look up um, Mongol invasion of let me see Mongols in Middle East. Okay. The Mongols conquered by battle or voluntary surrender the areas of present-day Iran, Iraq, the Caucasus, the parts of Syria and Turkey, with further Mongol raids reaching southwards into Palestine as far as Gaza in 1260 and 1300. Did you hear that? The Mongols had conquered Iran, Iraq, the Caucasus, Syria, Turkey. So basically, my bet is a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of the stuff we have today. in monotheism comes from shamanism, Mongolian shamanism because, you know, thanks to Genghis Khan Genghis Khan, by the time he had gotten to the Middle East they, um he probably, um came across Islam, right? or am I wrong? did they have Islam by then? That's what I'm saying. It's interesting because I mean no disrespect to anybody's religion. I'm just speaking from history and stories and I'm not objectively, I'm not trying to make a judgment call on anyone, anyone's religion's beliefs subject. I'm just talking about facts, okay? So, Muhammad, the Prophet Muhammad got his got the Quran recited to him by an angel in the, inside a cave. The prophet, the prophet Muhammad um, flew up on his winged horse from, I think, Mecca, right? So, just looking at these two themes, the, and he was, he would speak in tongues, right? So, the cave analogy, speaking in tongues, uh, speaking to angels inside a cave, it probably you know talking about shamanism. Also, the the whole symbolism and motif of 
riding a flying horse is shamanism because in shamanism the drum is the shaman's flying horse the drum is what the shaman uses to to get on its to 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 go into the spiritual world on its flying steed the magic carpet is the carpet on the horse that the shaman sits on using the drum it's it's all shamanism it's it's all shamanism horses are involved shamanism's involved drum drums are involved Genghis Khan is involved because Genghis Khan was a fucking shaman so also if you look at the Tibetan sorry if you look at the Mongolian uh alphabet is it basically, and then you look at the Arabic alphabet. Is it, the Arabic basically looks like a spread out horizontal view of the Mongolian uh, vertical alphabet. It's like because, as we know from history, whenever the new ruler comes into the conquered, you know, state, city, village, whatever, lands, empire, the the whole empire, or the 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 people who are um, ruled by the new, you know, power, has to ch- adjust their stuff to the new power's perspective. That's just how it always works. Whatever the new king or power believed in, liked, the rest of the country, empire, civilization had to basically go along with. So, I'm saying all these symbols, images, themes are throughout the Bible. And all this stuff comes from just things that had already existed from all over the world already. So, the shamanism stuff, the horse stuff comes from Genghis Khan because he fucked everyone, okay? Then you have the more uh, mystical Sufi-like stuff, which, yeah, you got from right here. North Africa, Middle East, India, the Sufis. The the, the mystical um, nature sun worshippers. The You get it all from here. The <sighs> This is what I'm saying. The global south, the global north, meet in this middle part. And then whatever happens, the it's like the Pope and his clowns got these stories that were all stored here in Alexandria, the Library of Alexandria. So they got all the shit they needed and they burnt it down. And then they, they took all the information to Rome. And then, uh, you know, they spread it out throughout Europe on all these different locations. Because it's about information. It's about stories. And then what happened? They went around the world globalizing everybody, making everybody believe the same stories, speak the same language. So that why? You control the global narrative of history. Who controls that? The Pope does. Because the Pope is the motherfucker who sets, who gets apparently gets a say in setting up the modern day calendar. What is a calendar? A calendar is nothing but knowing where 
the Earth is in 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 uh, comparison to the rest of the universe, the stars, the sun, moon, and all the shit, planets. That's all a calendar is is keeping track of time of this planet. Guess who gets to call that? Is the Pope. How did that happen? I don't know. We have. Lunar calendars, we have solar calendars. There are cultures and groups of people that follow the lunar calendar. And then there's you know, people who follow the solar calendar. And, and modern day humans, we try to have a balance of both because that's like the best way to accurately keep time apparently. So, isn't that interesting? There's religions that have a moon god, which... Sin was a moon god, and and its symbolism was um, the bull, the bull's horn, with the moon with the moon in the middle. The Israelites, when they were in the desert, they were bitching at Moses while he was up on the top of the volcano speaking to God. They made a golden calf. Why? Because till now. Israelites followed the lunar calendar. The lunar... Okay, so this is also another interesting thing. The lunar is most of the time viewed as the feminine goddess part of the universe, life. Yin. Versus, you know, Yang is the solar masculine. But in Germany, for some reason, the sun is the feminine and the moon is the masculine. Why is that different in Germany? Anyway, so I'm just saying, I look, I'm looking at all these different things in common throughout the world, throughout all these uh, cultures, and then just comparing it to the stuff that we're being told and scientists are finding and all this shit that we all come from a group of no more than five, six thousand people. If everyone is saying we all kind of originate from this Central Asia area, which is all the Stans basically, then we look at all these different similarities between sim- symbolism and all this stuff with all these different cultures and religions. Then it, you know, makes you wonder. But then we have they. But then we're also told that we all originated from Africa. We all came out of Africa. So this is what I'm saying. Like it doesn't. The story they are saying is not matching up with. Like, even their stories do not make sense. So, that's what I'm just trying to say is... There is no beginning point then. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever... I don't don't think there was a beginning point. They just want to say that because then... You know, it's convenient. Then they can say, well, it all started here. It all started in Greece. 
yeah, maybe for you motherfuckers in this area, that's where it started from. But but let's say the fuckers who started in Australia, the Aborigines who started in Australia, they go back, um, um, uh, they go back sixty thousand years to they to when they say they began. They say they came out of their god's mouth, which was a volcano. They have these mythological stories. Everybody, for some reason, sounds like started off from volcanoes. If you look at a teepee, that's the egg that everyone has this story of. The, the. So, all these creation stories and myths either have an oval-shaped egg or circle as the beginning point. So, volcano. The volcano's crater is a circle. Okay? Then it rises up. It builds, it pitches its tent. God pitches its tent. The volcano rises up into a cone. And there you go. That's the, the tent, the lily pad. And then humans come. And then animal, well, then plants come. Animals come. And then humans at, at the end. Okay? And then humans build their own shelters in, this, in the shape of a volcano, a triangle, a teepee. It's circular, but it's, it's, it's all... So it's circular from the top, but it's a triangle from the side. It's a volcano. If you look at the mounds all over the world... It's the same idea. If you if you go from a teepee, you build it, make it bigger to a mound. All we're trying to do is, and then you take it even bigger and make a pyramid. And that's just all just a reflection, an imitation of God, which is a volcano. That's the original shape, the most sturdiest shape in 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 nature is the triangle. And then, let's say, well, you have uh, all these people who live in teepees out in the cold, Arctic and stuff, like the the smoke rising up from the top. Uh, sometimes, the if you know the story of Santa Claus, he had to go down through the chimney. Well, the could have been the teepee because in the middle of a teepee or a yurt, they keep the furnace. So, all this symbology, patterns, shapes, architecture, it's, it all seems to have a starting point. Ice age melting, thanks to volcanoes. Then you get shamans who use the power of sound because they know sound is consciousness and they use that power of sound to domesticate animals. Once you domesticate animals, then you can start building civilization, I think. Once you start domesticating animals, then you can start... (laughs) But, you know, that's just... It's just, you know, my mind trying to theorize it. But, sure, it could make sense logically or whatever. But, like, I don't know if there was a, 
ever a single beginning point. I mean, it, it that might sound nice, that, so then we can say, "See, Adam and Eve are true." But no, no, it's it's that's not how it works. I mean, if you look at nature, it's not like even today we're finding new species of all kinds of stuff. How is that happening? If if let's say everything had a beginning point, how is that happening? I don't know. I don't know. It's you can't put a beginning point, I don't think. Well, <sighs> I don't know, man. It's like Okay, so they say, well, 10 to 11,000 years ago, it was an ice age. But maybe that was just up in the global north. The fuckers here in the south were doing fine, I think. Plus, they're, you know, they're starting to find all this stuff underwater because there was less ice back in the day. So stuff was built even closer or lower, even lower to the coast and stuff like That means we've been around for a very, very long time. And that's what I'm saying. Like, apparently the Egyptians knew about how many times the earth had reset. And that's what the pyramids were a reminder for. And apparently underneath it was kept all the records of how many times the earth restarted and all this shit. And... Apparently this is apparently the Vatican has info on or has those records. And that's why also you're not allowed to dig under the pyramid or do any types of scans under the pyramid or the um the fucking lion thingy, the Sphinx. So why man? Why? Also, let's say the world map, the version you get. I mean, how do you know that that's the actual version? You didn't go up to space, right? You didn't go up to space and you didn't look down and like, hmm, okay, yeah, that's actually, that's what Rome looks like. Or, I mean, that's what Italy looks like. That's what Africa looks like. That's what India. I mean, unless you've flown on a plane, that's okay. But then it's not like you going around the world and mapping it so all i'm saying is how do you know for sure that <laughs> you know there's stuff that's just hidden in plain sight and we just can't find it because it's not on the on the map so it's like how do you know that it even exists anyways what i'm trying to say is why are these billionaires so gung-ho on going up into space why did Elton John come back and cry about how amazing it was? Because, like, that's what I'm trying to say is, like, are they seeing stuff only a certain elite group of people are allowed? Meaning, like, <laughs> it's like they go up and see, look down on the world in this complete mindfuck? I don't know, man. Because I know someone knows. I know... I'm I'm betting betting it on the Vatican and Rome because these these people have been around very long for a very long time. Um, 
they have access, information, power, money on a lot of countries over the world, all over the world. So I'm just saying there's a part of the story that's not being told and well somebody's gonna I think this whole area man the Mediterranean Sea this is where Atlantis probably was man and then this big ass volcano went off here in the in Greece this area between Greece and Turkey I mean look at it it looks like it looks like it used to be connected before right and then just boom it all went to shit and then all this area just went underwater and that's what plato was talking about cuz this if you just look at the world map this is the area where everything connects europe africa middle east fucking all the way from asia this this whole this is this is the world lily pad, lotus. This whole area, I think, did not used to be underwater. And that's why it used to be all connected before, man. And now, it is all underwater. These, these people in charge are very, very good at geography. So if you look at the Gibraltar Strait, if you look at the thing in Istanbul... The only place that's actually connected by land is Israel. That connects Africa to Eurasia is Israel. You tell me, man. You tell me. Does that does that not sound too convenient? That the placement of the promised land, Zion, Zion, the promised land is right here. Where literally Eurasia is geographically, physically connected to Africa. I mean, look at the map right here. Even the fucking border of Israel starts from this from this spot where it's water you can't cross it I mean just look at it just look at the border lines it is literally the only place on this planet physically geographically that connects Eurasia and Africa otherwise Africa is can only be um, traveled to by air or water because the land is being controlled by Israel now why would you do that why would you want to keep Africa separate from basically Europe is basically milking the shit out of the whole world just look at the world map there's one small area up here called Europe is milking Africa from the south. Is milking the Middle East oil from the southeast. 
And now they're turning their head to, you know, Russia and China. Because, I mean, they fucked India already. They took all that shit from India already. So now they're looking at China and Russia. I mean, just look at the world map, man. Israel is the only place that connects all this goodness to Africa. But why are they keeping them separate using Israel as the main hub? Because Saudi Arabia has oil. Israel connects these two. And there you go. If you can connect, if you can control this spot right here, you are basically stopping the flow of all kinds of stuff from the east to to Africa, to the Middle East, to Central Asia, to Turkey. It's like, why would they want to stop that? Why? Why? Because then Rome would not have a free lunch no more. Rome is sitting pretty right here in the middle of this, surrounded by Europe, surrounded by uh, North Africa, surrounded by the Middle East, and the Balkans, and the Stans. Just look at it. Just look at it. <laughs> and Russia right now is knocking on the borders of Ukraine. Why do you think they're scared? What do you think this is about, man? What do you think this is about? It's about the Pope getting payback for karma. Because karma is a bitch. She's a crazy fucking bitch. And karma's coming for the Pope. For history. For fucking up history. She is pissed as fuck. Now she's going to come tell her story. And the Pope is going to suck her dick. Her big black dick. Kali's big black dick is, is going to get sucked off by the Pope. And then she's going to bend him over and fuck him up the ass. Because of all the bullshit he spread throughout the world. What goes around comes around because you cannot cheat energy. It comes from straight your own heart. So you put out bullshit. It'll ripple across the world and it'll come back to the source. Times 77. Magnification. And guess what? This time around when the natural disaster comes... Rome is not going to exist no more. This whole area is going to get flooded underwater. Just look at the map, man. What goes around comes around. And then, Europe needed more room for all the shit they stole. So, the, guess what? They hopped across Iceland to Greenland. And they landed where? The Newfoundland and Labrador. And then they made their way down from Canada to the east coast of America. <sighs> to spread more of their bullshit. That is the story of history. And if you look at the pattern, just just let me ask you this. How how do you keep something white? Hmm? <laughs> How do you keep something white? There is no white race. You see, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, it's brother and sister. The Bible, it's just brother and sister. It's just brother and sister fucking. That's what you call a, a, a pure breed. A pure breed means nothing more than 
this retard fucking this retard to produce more retards. That's why by the end of that that whole cycle, look at all these purebred dogs. They're retarded. They have so many health problems. They're retarded because you're not supposed to keep fucking your sister, brother and sister. You're not supposed to keep going into your own gene pool. You're supposed to go out of it. Look at the history of Western civilization. There's been nothing but spreading the white DNA. There's no such thing as even the white DNA. Just just look at the Western civilization's history. Using Christianity, the Roman Empire, the Roman Catholic Empire, went around the world um, conquering the indigenous people, the pagans of that land, who were nomadic, who were mixing all over. This cocksucker, the Pope and Catholicism and colonization, went around the world using... England as their base because the Pope lo- because the Pope loved Anglo-Saxons you go read the history the Pope loved little white blonde boys so he went and conquered England because that's where the Angles lived the Anglo-Saxons okay Boris Johnson yeah he's getting fucked up the ass by the Pope that's why he's retarded Okay, so the United Kingdom, and then you look at Iceland, then you look at Greenland, then you come to Newfoundland and North America. Okay, New what? York. York is what? <laughs> A city in England. New York. So they came over here to, to found a new thing, okay? Then you come all the way to the West Coast. West Coast, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, the city of angels, is not the city of angels. It's the city of Angles, Anglo-Saxons, white people, <laughs> blonde-haired white people, blue, blue-eyed white people. Okay, This is the story of history. Using Christianity... White people went around spreading Star Wars and Game of Thrones by fucking their own sisters. This is the story. This is the history of Western civilization. (laughs) You tell me there is the white race. Now they're starting to change it now in America. Before it was what race are you? For all these other races, they had a location. But for white people, it was just a color. It's just, it, was, it was just white. Now they're starting to change it. Now Then they had white and non-Latino. It's like... It, it's only about the Anglo-Saxons, man. Why is this so hard to understand? It's simple, straight up, still colonizing racism. Using Christianity now. That's all it is, man. <laughs> like... Just think about it. If all white people, this is this is basically white men having enough white women around to make more copies of themselves. Because if white men stopped fucking white women, there would be no more white people. Those are facts. If white men didn't have any more white women to fuck, 
there would not be any more white men around. These are facts. So this is what I'm saying. What is white? White is not a race. What is white then? <laughs> what is white? Because if you if you go up north enough to the Arctic and stuff, and you look up these Sami people, they have all that stuff in their genes. You can see it. Their skin's white. Their hair is basically red and blonde. They're like, what is white? You tell me, what is a white race, man? We've been going around history, around the world, taking over lands from indigenous people in the name of Jesus, which is all done by the Pope and Rome, because the Lord is the landlord. It's it's basically about possessing land. Because once you possess the land, you possess everything that comes from the land. It's very simple. You own all the resources. You own all the oil under that land. It's you. It's about owning land. The Pope sent his thugs around the world with his special decrees called the Papal Bull that basically went around spreading the white gene. Whatever that is. Whatever that means. What the fuck does that even mean? This is what I'm saying. It's the same bullshit. It's the same bullshit. Because why? It's basically the white man preserving his own white skin, culture, ideas, history, story. Why? I don't know. You tell me why. You tell me. That's our history. That is our history. Has there ever been a pope who's who who wasn't white? Has there ever been a woman pope? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. And look, I don't got anything against white people. <laughs> I don't. I'm married to a white girl. <laughs> okay? I don't have anything against white people. I have shit against racist people. I've met racist people in all different colors and shapes and sizes. Okay? You know what racism is? Racism is nothing more than egoism. Ego. That is all. You can you can name it all different names. You, you can name it whatever you want. It, it, it all comes down to ego. That's all. Children who haven't built an ego yet, meaning a mask, they don't have this problem until they're taught it. Oh, don't play with that kid. He's this color or that. Or he's from that. He's from this, that. He believes their parents are this, that. They believe that. They eat this. It's like children aren't, don't need to be taught. They, they are taught Racism, egoism, separation, division. I've met good people and bad people. All shapes and sizes, all colors, genders, doesn't matter. It's about the ego. It's about the heart. And these motherfuckers in Rome that have been writing history for over 2,000 years... 
Their egos need to be humbled, is all I'm saying. Because the story they are spreading through love and peace and Jesus Christ suck my dick is all bullshit. It's like, <laughs> it's like you plagiarizing somebody else's work and then when they speak up and say, wait a minute, you didn't write that, I wrote that, they get smacked across the face with a gun. That is our history. This is what I'm saying. I don't understand how the fuck they still even exist today. How the fuck does the Pope still exist today? How the fuck does the British Museum exist today? How? These things shouldn't even exist today. But this is what I'm saying. This is what happens. You control the textbooks of a country. There you go. You control all these motherfuckers. Because the stories you put in their head <laughs> are the stories that will guide their lives until until they, you know, start questioning it themselves. But most people don't even do that because we're too busy chasing the carrot, making money, trying to make ends meet, just trying to stay alive. Like, I'm saying I'm tired of the same bullshit. I'm saying, how about we have the truth for once? I'm saying, <laughs> you can only uh, sweep the, the, the truth under the rug for so long. I'm saying the truth is going to come out whether you like it or not. I'm saying I am tired of racism because of outdated stories. Legit, that is the reason why we still have this bullshit problem because of these outdated fucking stories being told by an old white guy who plagiarized all this bullshit. It's not even his own. They didn't even write these stories. It's 2022. It's fucking 2022 already. How the fuck are we still dealing with the same bullshit problems? Huh? How the fuck are we still dealing with the same bullshit problems? I'll tell you why. Because they want it to be like that. Because it benefits them. You set up a story, you write a story a certain way to benefit whoever. That's the way it works. It's 2022. How the fuck is the Pope still around? How the fuck is the British Museum still around? How the fuck do people like Tony Blair exist? How the fuck do people like Boris Johnson become a leader of a nation? How? How the fuck is that possible? 
is because the world is full of cucks. Cucks with no spine, no backbones. Sheep. Cucked sheep who will suck dick for $20 in a dark alley. We have no self-respect. We don't give a fuck about anything. We don't. We don't give a fuck about anything. As long as I can survive today, I don't give a fuck. This is what I'm saying. Nobody gives a fuck until shit gets personal. Then when shit gets personal, then... <laughs> then you you go share your messages from the top of the rooftops around the world. Why? Because you got affected. But until then, you know, it's not my problem. That person not part of my group. Why should I care? What goes around comes around. The Vatican is not going to exist anymore. It's going to get devoured. Kali, Mother Nature, is going to devour the Pope and his minions. His useless cuck minions. What goes around comes around. Karma is a crazy fucking bitch. She's a crazy fucking bitch, man. She's fucking crazy. You have no idea. You thought the Pope was a bad motherfucker with the Inquisition and all this shit? Shit. Shit. <laughs> shit. You cannot cheat energy. What goes around comes around. Justice will be served. Because karma is a crazy fucking bitch. She's a crazy fucking bitch. She loves blood. She loves it. She loves evil, dirty blood. She loves drinking up that shit. These motherfuckers are going to get what's coming. For leading the world astray. These motherfuckers are going to get what's coming. So get ready, Pope. You and all your minion bastards. <laughs> get ready, bitch. She's coming. She's coming for your ass, bitch. <laughs>